So you go into this wholesale business. Obviously, now you're equipped with business savvy. You know, mm-hmm. you're probably one of the only wholesalers to run a billion dollar business, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Usually don't go from like a billion dollar business to wholesaling. Right. It's kind of an interesting path. But, you know, you, you came in at, you know, this time where there was really not a lot of competition. Nobody knew about wholesaling and you just like established your mark quick mm-hmm. and then never really let it go. Right. So how how has it been just throughout these different, you know, times? I mean, you, you hit the ground running, the market crashes, doesn't affect you. You go to Memphis. Now is like most of the deal still in Memphis, still the same. We're in 11 cities now. Okay. So I, um, I, I think what's, you know, one of the things you said that I think is really important is that we treat it like a business. Yeah. And, you know, even today, most wholesalers, this is a hustle. Yeah. It is not a business, right? And I think that's a big mind shift. I think that's that's probably why we, you know, as a family, as a unit evolved uh, the way we did is that that business acumen and like looking at it uh, like, okay, here's one, you know, here's one way we can dispo properties through wholesaling. You know, we can use turnkeys. We can do the, like really looking at things uh, through a business lens yeah. versus just, you know, let's bang it out and go make 10, 20, 30, 45, you know, what's next, next. Like, yeah, we yeah. just don't look at it that way. Um, right. Everything is measured. The metrics are measured. And so that has allowed us to evolve and become really good at what we do and grow into other cities. And it's been, um, you know, it hasn't been always cupcakes and rainbows and sunshine, brother, but I can tell you, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it's, um, it, it has allowed us to be, we're playing, we're playing the long game. Yeah. This will be here long after we're all gone. Yeah. So I think about that, like hundred deals a month. So, I mean, what kind of revenues are you guys driving doing that many deals? I mean, our average deal, I mean, it's, it's $200,000 and we do you know, 20 million a month, 20 million a month. Yeah. So, and that's on the flip to the turnkey. Yep. Okay. And then, so what would the profit be on that? Like 10% margins? Yeah. Our average, you know, we're completely vertically integrated Yeah. and you know, we, we, we make a, uh, a healthy margin, a profit, um, when we flip the deal. Yep. Um, and then we stay in place to manage the deal. Yep. Um, and so we're making a margin there and then there's every place that we can, that we feel like we deserve the opportunity to make money in the transaction. We're going to try to own that part of the transaction. You know, I, I was saying that, I tell people all the time, you know, when you do your transaction, who, what's the transaction you're creating from that? So if you think about a real estate deal, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's an appraiser, a realtor, an inspector, a, you know, direct TV, like we think about it, what is the entire life cycle of that customer? And can we be involved in that transaction and own that transaction? And so we don't have to make a ton of money on the on the actual flip itself. I mean, we make we make a healthy margin, yeah, but we're not getting greedy, yeah, because we're looking at it over the lifetime value of the customer. Like right, our customers are going to be with us. They're going to buy more flips. They're going to buy more more of these. You know, they're going to buy four or five a year from us for the next ten years, and then you know we're going to have the opportunity to to rent their properties for years to come. I mean, there's there's plenty of plenty of meat on the bone for, if you look at it through a a very yeah. different lens. So you're looking at it from a totally different lens than the flipper would of yeah, like, of Oh, we got to get 
you know, we got to maximize this opportunity because that's the only way we get paid. And I will tell you, dude, you know, if you think about it on the other side, what that does for you when you're trying to find deals, um, is you that you get thinner deals. You got it. Yeah. Like, I can afford to pay more to create a deal than most. Yeah. Cause you don't need to make it on the flip. That's right. Which makes me pretty lethal when it comes as a marketer. Yeah. Right. I mean, because the stuff that you have to say no to, maybe I don't. Yeah. And that's a really, I would encourage everybody to do that. Quite frankly, if you're not looking at your business through the lens of a lifetime value of a customer, I believe you're making a mistake Mm. because that whole life cycle, if you actually understand the number, you know, what, what's the revenue I'm going to create in 90 days, six months, a year, two years, and you go backwards. And so what's a, what's a, what's an acceptable rate of return over each one of those stages, man, you'll find that instead of trying to make that short dollar, yeah. that quick bang, um, it'll allow you to go much deeper in your marketing. Yeah. I remember, you know, in Vegas, we got hit just like Florida in 2008. And I remember Blackstone came in and bought up everything at the auction, them and others. And I remember they were paying like a hundred percent of value. And I'm sitting there like, the heck are these guys doing? You know, like, why would they do that? You can't make money. And they're like, well, their lens is we're going to hold this for five years, 10 years. And we are going to make a ton of money. (laughs) And like they did. Yeah. And so they basically priced everyone out of the market and just owned it. Because that's a great, that is a great example of it right there. And that is a great example. Like they knew the math. Yeah. And, you know, guys like us didn't. No, we just didn't understand. Well, even if we did know the math, we still couldn't execute. Right, it. we didn't. Have the, yeah, we didn't have the we didn't have the pockets to get it done. But it yeah. was, it was. But it definitely makes you appreciate the how powerful it is to know the math and have the money to do it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of turnkey, right? So for those who don't know, I mean, turnkey is simply like what you're stating. You know, you're going to go find a deal, get it fixed up and ready, and then instead of just selling it to an end buyer who's going to go live in it or whatever, you're selling it to an investor who's going to hold it as a rental. And you're also going to manage the property for them. And I assume if they want to sell it at some point, you would represent them on the sale. Either that or we'll buy it back. Or you'll buy it back, right? So it's like you're making money in so many different ways. And when you're making money in so many different ways, you don't necessarily have to get a flip margin type deal. Right. So does this model work? Because like I've had people, you know, talk about it, but, you know, here in Vegas, turnkey just doesn't exist. And I think it's because we don't really cash flow or right there. prices are too high. It. So it, it only works in certain markets. Correct. Basically works in the, fl- I mean, in, uh, we're, we're an illustration, a great illustration of where it works, right? So we're in Memphis, Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, Little Rock, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Oklahoma city, St. Louis, Huntsville, Alabama, um, Montgomery, Alabama, and Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Mm, a lot of Alabama. Yep. So the price points, we can buy a house 150, 180. We can put 20, 30, you know, whatever in it, maybe a little bit more. And we can sell it 250. Right. right. And we can get $2,500 a month in rent. And that 1% rule. Yep. And it's that represents when you go and put the debt in place and everything, that represents a great cash flow and property mm-hmm. for somebody. And they're putting 20% down. Um, yep. Yep. A lot of people buy them out of their IRAs. A lot of people, you know, there's, uh, when you've got somebody that will, that kind of 
checks all the boxes for you from a lending perspective and a management perspective. And how are you finding buyers? Cause now you're, you're just opening it up to basically not your traditional cash buyers, the way we think about them as right. flippers and wholesalers, but you just like mom and pops essentially. Yeah. I mean, we, we market the same way we always have. I mean, I mean, it's, e it's easier now than it's ever been to find buyers. And what I mean by that is that, you know, we were, we, our company going back to what I was telling you earlier, um, you know, we were the very first data company, um, called find cash buyers now. Right. Okay. Like, and so we created that and then, um, core logic and others kind of started doing their, the thing. And then, you know, now we are here, we are today, fast forward 15 years, like this stuff is just agnostic and like, everybody's got a, a yeah. way to go. But if you, so if you think about it, like just going and marketing to people that are paying cash right now or marketing to anybody that's buying in your market right now. Yeah. And, and, um, that, that you can tell that they are an out-of-state buyer. They're clearly buying properties for investment and marketing to them. Yeah. Um, that's what we do. We just, we are constantly peppering them through direct mail that. Yeah. Hey, well, a lot of people don't market to buyers. Yeah, but we do. Yeah. And we've never that's stopped. That's a big difference. And we never stop. So you're just constantly building the buyer's pipeline because yeah. everyone else is just marketing to sellers. I'm, well, we're, I mean, we're doing both and yeah. complete. I mean, we spend a considerable amount of money uh, what's your marketing budget right now? Hundreds of thousands of dollars a month in, yeah. in direct mail. Um, always been our best source. Um, for 15, yeah. 20 years, just direct mail. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Uh, and it's just because, you know, look, you are, you know, if you want to be really good at something, be very, very consistent Yeah, and be willing to do what others won't. And you and I both know we've been around this business for a long time. The business is filled with people that are looking for the quick hit, the fastest return, et cetera. And they will easily get enamored with what is the next greatest way to go do leads. Yeah. One week it's cold calling next week. It's texting <laughs> next week. It's right. Whatever yeah. it is. Right. Yeah. And I say it all the time. You can count on your competition's mediocrity, right? They will stop. Mm. So if you just keep going, you almost always win. Mm. It may be longer than you want, but as if you're, you will win. And yeah. That's just been our, what we've done. We, so we just don't stop. Buyers and sellers are just constantly marketing. 